Welcome to Saturday Morning Chats, hosted by author, life coach, and mystic, Tanya Lampley, where you will hear inspiring views, hot topics, and a bevy of information intended to help you make your life over. Okay, so you know I am writing this book titled Bad Men, and I can go on and on about that for hours and hours and hours, of course. But I saw something that uh, just kind of triggered my thought process and I wanted to see what you felt about it. And here's what it was. So in several states, there is a law on the books that says that if Two people are married and there's an outside person, a side chick, mm-hmm. a side man, whatever yeah. the case, mm-hmm. that they can actually be sued for what they call alienation of affection. Who's who's doing the suing? The, the side spouse chick? can the spouse. sue. So let's just let me just kind of give a little bit of a scenario okay. of how it could look. Okay. But you know nowadays it, it can you can it way. can look any kind of way. Yeah. But let's say a man and a woman are married. Right. We'll use Melody and Martel Holt okay. just for an example. You yeah. know that whole thing is going yeah. on yeah. on Love and Marriage Huntsville. Okay. They're married, and then he's got the side chick that he's now got the baby by. Right. So. In certain states, and they are North Carolina, Hawaii, Mississippi, New Mexico, South Dakota, and Utah. Okay. Ours is not one. Okay. Melody could sue the bait that the outside chick for damages for breaking up her marriage. Okay. Does that make sense? <clears throat> yeah. So if yeah. you have two parties that are married, and another third party comes in, even though that husband in this particular scenario is a willing participant. Yeah. The spouse can sue the girlfriend for damages. And I've seen cases where it happened. I remember a couple of years ago, it kind of came up with Fantasia. She was caught up with some guy that was married. I don't know if you remember that. And she left a voicemail. She left a voicemail. And I remember seeing it at that time that I think that girl may have tried to sue her. I could be off on the details. I didn't follow it that closely. But that was the first time I saw it. Mm -hmm. And then I saw it again shortly thereafter where there was a college professor. She was some big wig, you know, well-respected college professor at some university. And she found some emails between her husband and another woman. And she sued that other woman. And I think that she won. Again, the details are sketchy. I probably should have looked them up before. So I don't have the details, but I know that she sued. I think that she won. Okay. And she sued for a lot of money. She sued for for more money than that lady probably had. Well, that's the interesting part is, well, let me first start with, it's kind of a form of karma. Yeah. When you think about it, (laughs) it really is. It's legal karma. But the, the challenging part would be that typically, let's just be honest, the side chick, and it's typically a side chick, not a typically, side Typically, sure, typically, yeah. The side chick is typically not in a financial place where it's going to mean a whole lot. I mean, when you see these situations where the, the man maybe steps out, 
in a lot of cases, the couple may be doing well and the side chick is not doing so well. Sure. And sometimes he's trying to, not trying to, but it's getting in. Let's call it getting in. Yeah, it's trying to come up. Trying to she's come trying up. To, sure. She's so, trying to boot the wife out so that she has access to the financial level. So yeah. So yeah. so I'm 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 gonna first look at it pragmatically. What is the real function of the law to in, in to to exercise it to do what it's supposed to do to penalize somebody? So you want it to be penal in nature. So sure. so sure. if she doesn't have a whole lot. Is it really doing what it's set out to do, number one? That's a good question, yeah. And number two, <laughs> is that husband going to be a witness? <laughs> yeah, now you know what? Let me think about that for a second. Well, you would have to have some sort of evidence. Absolutely, he's going to have to be a witness. So in Fantasia's case, right? they had her own voice. True. I don't know the details of what happened. I don't think it really went anywhere because we never heard anything. Thing more about it but in the particular case and if I can recall with the actual professor yeah. and you know what now that I think about it I can't remember if the professor was the wife or the professor was the mistress sure I can't remember but yeah, I remember yeah. when I saw the damages amount I thought well who has that kind of money just well, lying and, and, around and just, you just made me think of something in Fantasia's case the law would have some impact because Fantasia potentially had some wherewithal sure. and potential future wherewithal. Sure. So sure. And yeah. I'm gonna have to Google that and see whatever happened with that. In the situation with the law professor, I remember when I saw the number, it's kinda like exactly what you're saying. I remember thinking, well, who has if that with me? I would never have been able to come up with that sure. kind of cash sure. to pay for damages. Right. And the reason I asked that, there was a reason I kind of jokingly said it, but the reason I say that is it could potentially be a double whammy for the the spouse that's suing. So let's say she sues the the uh, mistress and things don't work out with she and the husband. She can sue the husband also. You know, now can you sue the husband? Well, let's say you divorce. This is called a splitting of assets. So she can get from him sure. in the divorce degree. Yeah. And then she can sue the girl or the, the mistress or whatever. Sure, so she can financially. So she could... She could double up. She could double up. Now, let me ask you this question. You may not know the answer to this, and I certainly don't know. We have a, an attorney in our family. Maybe you can ask him. Could the could the mistress be garnished for the money? Like, when there's a judgment against you, just because you don't it, have it, you I, don't I get think, out of paying, yeah, right? Yeah, you don't get out of paying. And right. I, I don't think... I think that that's the case. I think she could be garnished. Garnished now. now I think if there she are, has a there family and kids and yeah, things like that, that would probably limits. come into play. It would, I would think. That, that's a legal question. And I say sue her behind. Now you right. know how I feel about that. Right. I think that it's a violation of the sisterhood for these women to come sure. and just slink their way into a relationship. What they really need to do is just go to that man and say, hey, I'm feeling you. Yeah. You're feeling me. You know, at me when you're out of your current situation and then we can see if something can happen from there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a right turn right there. Okay. Because I think as you think about <laughs> what we're talking about here and, and timing and everything. So how do we rectify the Melody situation? Okay. Now you recall in the relationship, she technically was still married. When she and you know he keeps accusing her of mm -hmm. infidelity and all that, sure. but but she has 
kind of admitted that she talked to a guy and they didn't sleep together and all of that. I, I, that's what she's saying. So we'll have to believe her on that. But there was this time period where she says, I think she even said four weeks or so, where she had conversation, blah, 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 went out. I, I don't know if she went out or not or whether she said that could come into play. Meaning so, so that Martell could sue the guy. In, in, in the scenario where we're talking about, where we're saying if you stepped out on your, your spouse, you can't, you almost have to define I what stepping out is. I don't think it would hold up in a court of law for one... I didn't no, I, I, I'm, I'm not using... I'm, not, I'm, I'm only using that as sure, an example sure, 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 because sure, sure. they were not divorced. I, I know he cheated already and all that, well, but no, let's say there was a scenario where the person didn't cheat. The, the, the reason they, why I'm thinking that it may not hold up as stringently in a court of law because is because well is because she could actually demonstrate that she had a separate address she had gone and leased an apartment so in that situation i mean and i don't know what the law says per se is yeah. it just the legal definition of married in other words yeah. as long as you're still married on paper sure. is there some nuance there but typically in a logical mind if someone actually goes and gets a separate residence and it's not for a job out of town or something sure. like that. Sure. You can almost deduce that there was a situation where if that person says that she was leaving, that could be evidence that that was getting ready to happen. Yeah, you could make you could you could say that, but it didn't happen though. In, in their sense. But this is the thing. But the other guy is thinking she's not with a man. She's living in her own place. Sure. I'm sure. coming here, sure. and in this case he wasn't, but let's just say in another situation they were. I'm sleeping with her. I see no man around here yeah. at all. Yeah, I'm just extrapolating. And I, could he be sued? I, I think I think maybe not. I'm just extrapolating from where we started. Sure. Of they're married. Yeah, now? And they're married. married. That, and there's no two ways around that. Sure. So, sure. so that is a case where you'd have to try to figure out Te the technicalities yeah. and what's going to go on with that, but in in reality, they are married. They are married. That's so, true. so and it really so, does depend on what the what's on the books. That's exactly right. Is it just that's is exactly. it just as long as there is two people that are bound together by a legal marriage contract yeah. with no divorce? Right. I think right. it should be like that. And, and, and Stay away from it. That's my point. Yeah. I, I think, and, and, and you kind of hinted that early on. Until you're actually, until you're divorced, let's not, let's not do anything. Let's step away and just, when you're divorced, come see me. Exactly. So, so, in the, and, and I'm just using sure. that as an example. I don't, sure. I don't wish that on Melody, but I'm sure. just saying in a scenario like that, you could make a case that, okay, maybe that person could be sued too. Yeah. You can make that. And I'm I'm not saying the case where Martell is. Well, it's not like in crazy. their state, so okay. that's okay. a good thing. So we're not like cuz look, if you put something out there like that to him and he hears that, I mean, yeah, let me tell he's probably already trying <laughs> if he can do it. He's just a different kind of man, do you yeah. hear me? Well, he already But it's, it's not in different. her state. Okay. So. And I'm not using that. I'm not saying sure. that. I'm just using yeah. it as an example. Yeah. Like, yep, yep, yep. Just generally speaking, <clears throat> Um, I think in that particular situation, though, there is some nuance. A crafty There's attorney could say she was packing her bags. She was leaving. Yeah. He can't be held responsible. He's there with her. She's telling him she's leaving. Yeah. She has her own place. Right. I think it's just I think that law is for the situation where 
a husband and a wife are in a situation where they don't know about sure. the third party. Sure. That would make the sense. The deception, the sneaking. <clears throat> in other words, the wife doesn't know about the third yeah. party, but the third party knows about the wife. Okay, so let me take this another step. Let's take okay. Melody and Markel out. Okay. Let's take a similar scenario <clears throat> where the spouses are not necessarily in in separate relationships, but they are just having problems. Okay. Irreconcilable di differences okay. that they're calling it. Okay. The one person moves out without there being any indication of one person or the other cheating or having a side person. So now let's say someone does that. Some Someone has a Let's call it a, a non-sexual relationship with another person, and, and which is again, that's another thing that will need to be defined when whether or not it's cheating or not. But let's say that person had moved out because of irreconcilable differences, unrelated to cheating, moved out, then <laughs> had a relationship, and let's call it a, a, a soft relationship with another person. I wonder, would that person then be accountable if they ended up in a relationship, they got back together? I don't think so, because the actual law that is being called into question is alienation of affection. Mm -hmm. So I think that, it just in my mind, mm -hmm. that almost implies that... The husband and the wife are, as far as both, you know, as far as the 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 the, the one that's being cheated on, I sure, guess, per sure. se. That person has no idea. I'm just right. gonna say, man and a woman, because yeah, it yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah. getting a little just tricky to be, for to me to it, try yeah. to be politically correct. Yeah. But just for this example, yeah. it's a situation where a woman is in a situation and she has no idea yeah. that this other woman is sleeping with her man. Right. Because it says alienation of affection, yeah, I think that it's going to be in situations, not situations not where, you know, we're having problems. We were maybe in different residences. We were. This person was talking to an attorney. The I don't think it's those. The assumption is that they're in a household, and maybe that I person think that's is it. cheating. I think is that to, to to make it as basic as possible. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think because it is referred. But those to nuances. That, whenever you you make a law like this, those nuances creep into the, the frame. They really do. He, yeah, he moved out. Or yeah, she moved out. But I didn't know he was cheating. We, we didn't think he... You know. I'm just going to read this. Okay. It says, To succeed on an alienation claim, the plaintiff has to show the following elements. Okay. The marriage entailed love between the spouses in some degree. Yeah. The spousal love was alienated. Okay. The defendant's malicious conduct contributed to or caused the loss of affection. Okay. So this is a situation where you, she stole my husband. She stole my husband. I mean, we yeah. all kind of know that language. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's yeah. just like she okay. stole my man. Okay, okay. She stole my husband. Yeah. Okay, so so I, I was getting into a little deeper into the water, but let's circle back to the likelihood of it happening and the, the meaning and whether it makes sense for it to happen, whether it's fair. I personally think that it is fair. I think it's fair for a person who has broken up a marriage to be party to a suit, to be defended in a suit because that person broke up the marriage. Because what 
you know, they're, they're, the damages to the marriage, especially when there's kids involved, and yes. th- there is, that's far-reaching, and there ought to be some punitive damage for that sure. to the person that caused it. Sure, because think about this. <laughs> I go to a restaurant, and, and I eat a bad burger yeah. and get poisoned. Yeah. I can sue them you for yeah. my... What's the word that they call it? I could sue them for my for it's damages, yes. but there's a there's a certain word yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, I keep my mind. Is this is, is, is it damages? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I could sue them for damages. Yeah. yeah. For me eating the burger, so that is pain and suffering is the yeah. word I'm looking for. Okay. I mean, I can sue them for my medical costs. Mm-hmm. I can sue them for my pain and suffering. I and can, damages, even beyond that. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you, not to be too graphic, but having a heart broken or losing the person that you love is a far more painful, bigger, damaging event than me just spending 48 hours in the restroom with a bad burger. It's long term. It's a life. Exactly. And it's affected my children. Yeah, I still remember when we were in Vegas. And I had the bad burger. No, it's bad sausage. You had the bad sausage. You, You were sick for a day or two. Right. And you re- after that, you enjoyed the rest of the vacation. It exactly. Was you still talk about it to this I day. I as sick as I have ever been in my life. But that's a good example where you're sick for a couple days and it was bad. I should have sued that hotel. Yeah. I should have sued them. You <laughs> right about now, right? I should have no. sued them. But, no, but you're, you're right. right. I was back to normal. Yeah. yeah. There is no there is no back to normal in these in yeah, those situations. You are scarred so, for life. Scarred your faith life. in yeah. men is oftentimes yeah. shaken. Yeah. Your children's lives are yeah. destroyed. Yeah. For a lot of women, yeah. this person came and basically stole your livelihood. Yeah. It, 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 it should feels, be on the books in yeah. every state in this country. It not feels like an extension of divorce damages. That's that's it, it's it's almost like an extension that. of that. It, I like because that. the person who caused it in this case, who was an accomplice to it, sure. is pulled into the damages. So that that just makes practical sense to me that that the person who knowingly causes it, that that's yeah that's the sad part is a, a lot of time. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say a lot of times because I don't know, but the cheating person will characterize the situation as either he's not married or he's getting a quote getting a divorce sure but again if you go back to you're the, awfully familiar with the uh... <laughs> <laughs> but if you go back to the original premise if you're not divorced yeah then you don't you don't engage in another relationship so there we have it gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> i think that it should be law yeah. everywhere And I think that I'm actually wondering if it's a law that's left on the books. Like, why is it only in six states? Well, I wonder how long it's been out there. I wonder how long it's been on the books. Because usually, usually a couple of states will 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 have a law, and then it spreads to other states. I can't tell if it's I can't tell if it was once all fifty, and then they just started removing Mm -hmm. it. Or if it's now, it was one, then it was two, and then it just yeah. kept growing. And I hope it just keeps expanding. Yeah. My guess is it's it probably started with a few and expanded. I, I, I can't think of a reason why. Well, I can't think of a reason why that other states would remove it. But depending on who's in power, you just never know. 
And we live in a time now where these, and we just refer to them as they were, as, you know, uh, mainstream uh, society kind of refers to them as side chicks and side pieces. When you and I were young, to be labeled something like that was yeah. just, that was something that you kept hidden. I mean, that was just like trash. Like, But now, well, even how remember, remember these what, women pull up like yeah. I'm the side chick, and if I'm gonna be with you, this is what I'm requiring. My mortgage must be yeah. paid. I must have a certain kind of car. They want BMWs. They want clothes. Like something really bizarre has happened here. Yeah, it and you know what's an interesting <laughs> dichotomy with not to keep going back to Martell. Remember how he called her what a peasant? Or something? A peasant. That is year when we were coming up. That is what the side chick was considered. Kind of considered, yeah. Now, but you're right. They're on the come. She was up like now. the lowest of the low, yeah. but now it has become Jesus God. All this stuff is really so backwards and twisted. In that, there was a book titled "Man's Search for Meaning," mm-hmm. and in that book, he talks about just the human desire for power and um, validity and representation. And so I think that there's a situation where women who have been relegated as nothing for such a long time now find their power in their sexuality or being able to use their bodies to lure or trap men or to make men thirst after them. Mm -hmm. And I kind of get it in that it's just an area of you know, the human condition that mm. everybody searches for power in some way, but my heart grieves on the other side mm-hmm. of that, like that the damage that you're causing to other mm. women, to their children are going to grow up some level broken mm-hmm. without having a father in the home. And then what you're doing to the, to the quest for equality yeah. for women, as you are using your body in a way that it was never designed to be sure. used right. in. That um, I'm going to lure you, and it's just ridiculous. It it's is. just heartbreaking. It is, but there's an element of an eye for an eye because for so long, even the side chick was being used. So for so long, sure, then they're like, okay, sure. if you're going to use me, I'm going to get something out of it. It's still exactly. sad. It is, but sad. I get it. I, it I get it's just that. like they flipped it and they've taken back a little They've've bit of their power. Some of their power, but I think if you set them down before they got into the relationship and said, look at those two kids. Look at that potentially yeah. potentially happy relationship. Would you would you still do what you were doing? They would oftentimes. <laughs> because I see them and in fact I just saw a post about this and one thing that the girl said was basically his wife is his problem, not mine. I have yeah. no loyalty to her. Sure. That's his problem. Sure. And and that could be just a coping mechanism as a way to shut off that natural human condition to care or be concerned about others. Or it is, is a state of the human condition. I think so. Yeah. I think you just, the Bible talks about this. You can go so long in your error. I'm not going to use the word sin. That can be off-putting. But you can go so long in your error. Dysfunction. Dysfunction. Yeah. That the Bible's terminology is you become reprobate. Meaning that the normal recognition of wrongdoing or mm-hmm. conscience around it you no longer hear that. You're yeah. no longer sensitive to yeah, you it. You talk yourself into you this talk yourself being through okay. It. This and is okay. it also becomes okay when everywhere you look, you see it. You see it. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know? That's a, that's a failure of humanity. It really that, that is. Really is and my sister would always say this to her children that right is right when nobody's doing it and wrong is still wrong when everybody's doing it. And that is so true. Yeah, your your character is shows biggest when no one's around. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so you have these women and it, it's different now. It used to be a man had a little something on the side. His wife and his kids always came first. <laughs> he just snuck down, you know, that one little 30 minutes a week and did his little business with his mistress. That's what she was there for. She agreed to that. Right. He may have left her $25 to get a little grocery. That's all she got. Now, now you seem <laughs> your fault. <laughs> That's only because I'm on social media okay. and I'm okay. on Twitter right. and I'm kind of I like, like I see real world first I said that about too early. I'm like, wait a minute. This is how they do it? No. <laughs> That's funny. But now these women, they want hair done. They want lashes done. They want clothes. I mean, these men are literally buying BMWs. How you keep well, that what, from that's a what wife? Did. Exactly. Yeah. How you keep that from a wife is beyond yeah. me. And that's a failure on us as women. Yeah. Get yeah. in the books. Yeah. Know yeah. what's going in and yeah. going out. Yeah. You know, you and I had a friend that that happened to. Oh, yeah. She actually saw it eventually, yeah. but mm -hmm. she saw it because it she was, looked. And it was it was really too late at that point. Correct. Yeah. Now, and this is the other thing that's odd. So a BMW, golly, a BMW that a man buys for his mistress is now technically your bill and on your credit. Now, that's some sick little stuff right there. Yeah, you are literally on the hook yeah. for that car that he bought for. No, not if you haven't signed the, the note. That's true. You're on. You're on. It, it, if something were to happen and, and assets start being split, well, that's what I'm saying. What, what if but, you but die? But it doesn't, it doesn't doesn't affect your credit because you haven't you signed, signed for it. No. Okay, but but husband. Okay, what if he died? Then it becomes a part of the estate. Yeah, it becomes a part of the estate. So and so and, and, and technically, and it, it is attached sense, to you. Well, you know, I'm all about taking care of your personal credit first. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got to do something with that car if he were to die, but don't let your personal credit get you. <laughs> but it would come out it of the come, estate. Yeah, it, would come, it would be part of the estate. You would be responsible for selling that. Yeah. yeah. You know, one word came to mind. And I know as a humanist and as a spiritual person, just the word bullet just yeah. popped into my mind. And that's all I'm going to say that about that sound word. Like a <laughs> you can buy a car for a woman on the side now, and I'm somehow responsible for that. Or my children, money comes out of their mouths, possibly. This is the spiritual aspect yeah. to a lot well, of things. Well, it's not only spiritual, it's ego, too. The, ego. Because you know the person that bought that car for the other person. Yeah, this is, what, this is how I roll. Here you go. Exactly. But here's the thing about the um, the larger, broader spiritual implication about not doing things like this, not living in air, not committing sin. We're just going to use that term because that's a, the, a, the term that a lot of people know. Yeah. And I don't say that from a place of condemnation and judgment, but from a spiritual aspect, when you're doing things like that, you're just never going to have peace. You're just never going to reach your full potential or be your full self. Martel Holt is a perfect example of that. Rock bottom. He's hit rock bottom. And but he knows it now. Right. But here's the thing.
thing. And that's typically the case with yeah. things like this. Absolutely. You go on for so long, it doesn't matter if it's a side chick or alcohol or What's shopping too much. Dark. Any kind of error like this yeah. is just not going to serve you. But here's the thing, point that I want to make. Could you imagine behind the scenes the kind of effort, orchestration, peddling, sneaking, hiding to keep a whole car, a whole car a whole, in a whole apartment a whole or a condo sometimes. A you know, sometimes men can explain that away. I'm yeah. working. Yeah. Now, you know, that would never work on me. Right. But a lot of men do that. Like, right. I'm working. Yeah. I'm working. I'm working. Right? Right. But it requires another level of deception and sneaking and covering right. and hiding and looking to over your shoulder and looking over your back. To keep things like leases. Exactly. I mean, these women have cars. They have nice cars to keep that hidden. Yeah, that 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 would seem like it would be a lot of work, like having three jobs. Yeah, that's... And most men just aren't built for that. And so the, it's just way too much effort. And so there is some level of brokenness that happens oftentimes to men in these situations yeah. where they feel like this is what makes me a man. And so... They're really going through, and this is just the nature of the human experience, is that your dysfunction never serves you. And then you become slave to your dysfunction, yeah. as opposed to looking at the fact that, you know what, I feel weak as a man. Mm -hmm. And I need to figure out where that's coming from and trying to get to the bottom of that. You start using all these other band-aids and, 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 and things to cover up that dysfunction that just make the problem bigger. It's almost like being an alcoholic, right? I feel this way because of what my father did to me. And instead of standing in that truth and being willing to face that, you start drinking. Now your family's affected. Now your job's affected. Now your finances are affected. When all you really needed to do was stand and face that and have the courage and be brave and heal it, then you don't need all the rest of that stuff. And that is what these men are doing. And then there's a societal component that goes along with it that is telling these men, this is what it means to be a man. And that real men, and you and I have talked about this mm -hmm. on a couple of other podcasts, yeah. there is that iconic figure of a man that says that the definition of a real man is one who subdues and has power over everything, yeah. including women. Yeah. And that's very broken. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's again a societal issue. It's a it's an issue that starts very young with men, very young with women as well. Sure. To to be put in a situation where they accept the type of behavior, but it's societal. I mean, it's one of those things where it, it takes courage to do the right thing yeah, in, in certain it. situations, but it takes more courage to do the right thing at the right time there's courage and then there's courage to do it at the right time so what i'm saying is you can say i got the courage to do this i'm going to do this but are you doing the courageous thing when you need to do the courageous thing don't do it after you've already cheated sure. do it before you get to cheat that's so that's right. that's the right time the right type of courage and and if you don't take that into account you can you can fall off the wagon and, and you know what you bring up a really uh, great point we'll start closing this out here but maybe you and I can talk about this in depth on another podcast but I think there is along with what I was just saying and 
what you're what you've added to it, doing the right thing at the right time. That internal work of what does it truly mean to be a man and why do I feel weak and why do I crave these outside things to kind of shore me up or fortify me or make me feel like a man. Like you're right, that work has to be done prior to the little cute girl walking up yeah. to you and it's just like, hey, you know. I like how you talk or I like how you walk or whatever. That work has to be done because when the work is done, you're like, oh, you know what? She's attractive, but mm, nah, no thanks. Right. I'm married. I don't need the trouble. Right. You know? Right. And I'm happy right. with my marriage. Right. But the other piece to doing not only that work is to actually stand courageously and do the work in the marriage. Yes. If your wife is doing something that you don't like, being able to go to the table with her and you all work that out That's and get true. that resolved. Right. That kind of work has yeah. to be done That's before. True. That is true. That's true. Because that's a lot of times that's where it fails. It's where there's some really small issue that you don't have the courage to bring to the table for whatever reason. Sure. And it snowballs. And you and I have done a little bit of that. Sure. We've done way more coming to the table. Sure. But uh, we do have, after 29 years, I don't know why I can never remember this yeah. number. It's 29? We've been, we'll be married 28 years. Write this down somewhere. <laughs> we'll be married 28 years in June, but okay. we've been together for 31 years. So an average of 29. Let's just uh, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll throw you that <laughs> We'll just average. We've been together 29 <laughs> years. Okay. We have, um, you know, we have kind of seen how that works really well. And yeah. we have seen times when it wasn't working because right. we weren't doing it right. right. And we've right. learned the valuable lessons and some of that is some of that is growth in general. Some of that is and part of the maturation process, and this is why you see it happen more in, with men, is men tend to mature. We talked about this in one of the old other podcasts. Men tend to mature at a slower pace yeah. than women do. Yeah. So that's why I think that's why you see the stepping out a lot more with the man doing it because women have issues too. Sure. They tend and to. And that's starting to, yeah, uh, yeah. they're starting to catch yeah. up with that yeah. stepping out thing now. Yeah. But I'm just saying in general, yeah. that even before they get to the stepping out thing, women have had issues with other things, but they tend to be mature enough to either bring it to the table or make hell until the man take, pays attention. Sure. And that's, <laughs> but that's, that's, that's a courageous thing. Yeah. And it, it is exhausting. I yeah. will say that for women. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I'm here with all of this stuff, with the podcast, and you're here with me, and the book that I'm doing with yeah. Bad Men and Lessons Learned. Bad Men's going to really bring this home. What we're yeah. talking about right yeah. now, it will, it will kind of tie into a lot of the conversations in a way that's entertaining, but there's less. There's going to be lessons. There's there. lessons. Yeah. There. So stay and tuned, people. The thing that I want women to understand is that if you still no guarantee, but if you make a better choice at the outset, right. you are going to in increase your chances of having a successful partnership. Sure. And there are a lot of things that women are missing. Yeah. You know. And, and part of that too is making sure you're whole. No Be, doubt. Before you even leap into something, that's that's both way. That goes no both doubt. ways. But if you're if you're whole before you get into a relationship, you're just going to attract a better partner. 
That's true. But very few of us are home, very especially few. at the ages that you and I got together. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But 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 you can at least have a path to hopefulness. You can well, at least see a path. You can see a path. And the thing that's different now that you and I didn't have is that there's way more information there out is. there. Yeah. The website that I'm building, the podcast that I'm doing, the books that I'm writing. The spiritual. Yeah, we didn't have any of that. So we were steeped way more in dysfunction than people have to be nowadays because there's just information everywhere. That's one of the great things with today, with these times, is information. We live in the information age. There's no reason to to be ignorant anymore. Sure. Because all you got to do is is Google. Yeah, and so (laughs) I hope people will um, go to the website and get signed up for that newsletter so yeah. that when that book comes out, I really want that to be a, a tool and a guide for women, True. especially young women. True. You know, see those pitfalls before they become real problems right. when you're now financially tied up with right. a human being and you have children with a human being. Sure. And then you're looking back like, you know what? I saw it at the very beginning. Yeah. I didn't know how to articulate it. And I didn't know how big of a problem it was going to be. Sure. So right. please get connected to me yeah. and uh, get signed up for that. Yeah, the uh, Bad Minute, the book, is going to be a game changer. But my challenge to, and, and it's geared toward women, but my challenge to men is to take a look at the book because it's a guidepost for men to raise their boys in a, in a way to... I don't want to give too much of the book away right now, but to raise their boys in in the right way. That's a good point because we can't do it by ourselves. Absolutely. And especially in our community. I mean, we really, really want to move towards wholeness. We've been struggling for a long time. Like I just shared that story with you this morning that I heard that it was a, a celebrity and she said that her father was in a wheelchair and he had other women. What in the entire... Come on <laughs> now. Crazy. Come on <laughs> now. That is when it's just that's, steeped yeah, and that's, rooted. That's that level of dysfunction literally is a part of our community. Yeah, like it's, it's a part of society at large, yeah. but it's a... That's... <laughs> That is just rooted in some level of dysfunction for everybody involved. The husband, the wife, everybody. The side chick. What are you doing? I don't mean anything disrespectful to anyone that is disabled. Right. But when you really stop and think about that, it will become more challenging. There's some level of dysfunction. All the way around in that particular right. scenario. Let's, let's be sensitive to and so to we people really with disabilities. Need to do better. Yeah, we need to do Either that or that man just had some sort of magnanimous personality that is just not normally found in day-to-day life. Sunshine, he had, had some, some sort of charisma or game yeah. or something he that was just you. unspeakable. <laughs> True. He, well, he was Denzel on steroids. Yeah. I and on that note, before we get yeah, further yeah, into trouble, too far. we're going to close. Right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It means so much to me that you would take time out of your busy day to join me on this podcast. And I hope you find the information here inspiring. Do me a favor. Visit my website at www.com. TanyaLampley.com 
and get connected to me there. There's a newsletter where you can sign up for information about some of the things that I have coming down the pike. I have a book that is in the works and just some really good things that I am eager to get out into the marketplace that will inspire people to live their lives to the complete fullest. And there's links there for my Twitter, my Facebook page, and if you would share it, I want to reach as many people as possible. We just aren't doing enough we just aren't being intentional about building lives that are satisfactory. And I really want to be a catalyst for that level of change. So I hope you consider passing it along and don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing.